How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined by my other sister in TRM, Amanda. How are you doing, fam? I'm fantastic. Excited to be here. I heard you had a killer breakout room in our group call. I love that there were three leaders. That's crazy. Yeah, it was fire. It was straight fire. I love it. I love it. Okay, so... I mean, that's the perfect place to begin is your role in TRM because you came to us as a student, as a humble servant, and now you're crushing your own breakout rooms. How does it feel to have come so far in your business that you're now essentially teaching others business? You know, it's funny because it... And this is something to note, I suppose, for all of us can relate to this as business owners. You say come so far. Thank you, Jamie. I really appreciate that. In my head, I always automatically think I have so far to go. Like, I, thank you, but we're not even close to being done here, right? Um, but no, it feels really, it's really cool every time I reflect and look back at the progression over just the last few years alone. It's pretty surreal to think, you know, just say five years ago or six years ago, I was still at good life. Yeah. Working for a corporate gym. AJF didn't exist. This gym didn't exist. All I wasn't with TRM, never heard of them. It's such a, a whirlwind of a journey. That's for sure. Easy. That's crazy. So you were at good life, right? Making minimum wage, giving someone else 70%, you take 30. Um, and then you did have AJF studios before COVID, right? Yeah. So basically when I first started coaching out of university, I was a personal trainer at Good Life and I did that for about four years and then left, I believe around 2018 and okay. started AJF and started just subleasing space from another gym that already existed. Right. It was during COVID, actually in the middle of COVID in a lockdown to be precise, when I opened AJF studio and decided to take the leap and open my own gym space. And that was always the long-term goal was to have a gym in the first place, right? That was like the big long-term thing that I was chasing. So when I achieved it, it was again, one of those things where I was really proud for a second, but then I was like, okay, what's next? I have so much to do. Yeah. 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 And I didn't know how to continue to grow from there, uh, which is where TRM came in. Amazing. Okay. So Let's just go back. What gave you, I don't know another word of saying this, what gave you the balls to open up a gym, especially in Canada, um, in the middle of COVID? Because Canada was as strict as any country um, out there during 2020. So what made you think that that was a good idea? I mean, to be honest, I, I kind of thought of it this way, right? I thought, this is a dream I've always had. This, these are goals I've always had. Am I really going to waste time and oh. put that all on hold and just sit and twiddle my thumbs for the next foreseeable future, right? Like there was no, in my head, there was no option to sit still and do nothing. I had to figure out a way forward. So I tried to, or I did kind of use, um, use the fact that we were in a lockdown to my advantage, like find the opportunities 
yeah. in the shitty circumstances, right? So for me, that meant that I could come in and renovate and just be here dawn till dusk painting and doing whatever to get the gym ready. And yeah. clients didn't feel like they were missing out on sessions because we couldn't train in person anyways, right? So it, it's just, you got to get creative sometimes. But the bottom line is, regardless of circumstance, the dream can't just be pushed back or pushed away. You've got to find a way forward, you know? I love that. Ah, I love that. That's so powerful. So then let's talk numbers. When you first opened, what were you making? How much were you charging? How many clients did you have? How were you advertising and getting the word about AJF Studios? Because again, you could have been shut down at any time or or incurred a fine. So what did what did marketing and money look like back then? Yeah. So I mean, heck, before when I was just renting space before I opened the gym, yeah. um, at the time, my I was able to save a lot of money because my overhead wasn't high. It was right. a, a very low rent. I was saving a lot, right? So I had a, had a lump saved that I used to open the gym. Okay. Uh, but at that time, I mean, heck, my monthly income was like 5K, maybe 5K okay. a month. And I felt like at the time I was balling. Crushing like, it. Wow. Yeah. Good life. I was like, this is amazing, right? But yeah. I, I didn't even... Didn't quite even grasp yet how far I could actually take it more than I already had, right? So right. that was the that was the income. Um, as far as clients go, I mean, my roster was maybe, you know, twelve people on average, fifteen. Like I I kind of cruised there, but I was charging for in person training like fifty dollars an hour, cool, which is less than half of what I charged out, right? So. Cool. Yeah, just, just such a different ball game altogether. Online coaching was like 200 a month. Like it, it was totally different, honestly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So then how did you, what did marketing look like? Cause you were just open. Um, again, we couldn't necessarily get the word out. You couldn't blast it all over social media. How did you get your first, I don't know, after the first 12, how did you get pe more, more people in the door? Mm -hmm. At first, I mean, when I first left good life, I, when I was at Good Life, I couldn't really promote myself at all because it's against their contract, right? When I left, it, a lot of it was marketing myself through Instagram, but more just by showcasing my own journey, uh, showcasing who I was. Referrals was a really helpful thing because by that point, I had been training for a good amount of time at a corporate gym. Yeah. So I was still, I still had people who knew me, right? And my clients were really loving it, getting good results. Okay. So that was the bulk of my marketing back then. There was nothing there was not really a strategy to it. If I'm being honest, it was kind of just me sharing my journey and uh -huh. clients having a good experience. Right. And that was it. Yep. Okay. So then let's talk about the evolution because at a certain point you realize, wow, 5k is great, but like my overhead is getting a little bit more expensive. I don't know how to get more people in the door. So you found TRM. How did things change at that point? Oh, completely different. I immediately realized I was not charging what I was worth <laughs> for one, because by that point I had years and years and years and years of training experience, all these courses under my belt, clients received way more than they were paying for it. Good life as far as service goes with nutrition and mindset coaching and communication. Yeah. Um, so out of the gate, I discovered I, I needed to essentially double my prices <laughs> to, to, to make sense with what I was giving people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, systems was a huge thing, developing actual professional backend systems. I mean, I was I was writing my client checkouts in on a, a pad of paper 
and yeah. making manual notes for everything and sending out every email by hand. And there were no systems whatsoever. So that in itself allowed the service to feel more premium, more elevated, more exciting. It added to the experience and it also freed up my time to market in more strategic ways and grow in other ways, right? So then what was the next level of income you got to? You were at five consistently, went to TRM, raised your prices, kept delivering more value, created a more premium service. What happened next? Where'd you, where'd you get to? I... I can't, I can't honestly remember what month it was specifically, but I feel like I hit 10K pretty efficiently from that point forward. Like it was within my first round of TRM, within the like the first, the next quarter, really. Yeah. Yeah. I started hitting 10K months. Yeah. And again, I felt like I was balling, but right. there were things I wanted to do to continue to grow AJF and build the client experience. And every, you know, everything has a cost, right? So I knew that over time, I, I needed to keep growing and yeah. I also wanted to be able to serve more people. Of course. Right. Yep. So that was the next, the next, I suppose, uh, milestone that I hit was that 10 K mark a few months in. Was it difficult for you? Because at that point you had, you'd been online, right? Not only did you have AJF studios, but you started getting more and more clients online as well because of your marketing. Did you ever find it hard or overwhelming to marry the two? Was time management ever an issue for you? Always. Uh, Always. Currently. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty yeah. Um, And again, this kind of has to do with the systems and the way I was setting up my days. I was spending a lot of time working in the business because at Good Life, the mindset was always the more hours you worked, the more you were rewarded. Like right. we would have staff meetings where we sat down and everyone read out their numbers. This is the hours I had this, how many hours I worked this month. And the person with the most hours, it was like, oh, that's, that's admirable. Right. Really. They really, they were just slaving away dawn till dusk in the gym with no work-life balance. Right. But it was rewarded. So that was kind of the mindset I was stuck in was more clients, more time working yeah. equals success. Right. Yep. So when. When did you realize that the old way wasn't going to work for you and it was in fact going to burn you out? When I kept burning out. <laughs> it was a cycle, right? Like I would find that I would, and this, I'm not perfect. This is still something I'm consciously always working on, but yeah. I would find I would have periods of time where I would excel. I would hit new records. I would thrive, right? And I would feel that I was riding that wave, getting better and better in so many ways. And then I would hit a wall and I would be exhausted and I would just have to yeah, pull back and yeah, pull back, right? Yeah. Well, so half the battle also was figuring out, okay, how do I get more consistent? So even if there's waves, they're not dramatic like tidal waves, they're ripples, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this brings us to like, like if we could pause and say, all right, Amanda, I want one piece of advice in terms of strategy and one in terms of psychology for trainers starting a business who feel like they need to work harder rather than smarter. What would you tell them strategically to do? And then what would you tell them in terms of mindset to change? I would say as far as systems go, don't hesitate to use them because I know a big hesitation myself in the past was, I felt like if I had systems, automated emails, automated onboarding systems, things like that, it would feel less personal. 
for the client. And I, when it comes to messaging, I wanted to do all of it myself, right? Right away. Yep. But the truth is when you have cool systems where people get videos automatically sent to them or eBooks or emails sent in two seconds, that is cool. That elevates their experience. It makes it feel more professional. It makes your business more professional and seem higher value right away. Yeah. That will make them take you more seriously. So it's a win-win situation, right? Okay. Yes. Um, Sorry, what was the second part of that question? It was, uh, so you just gave us a strategy, which mm -hmm. is essentially come up with a system. Mm -hmm. What's the psychology? How do you retrain mm -hmm. your brain that more isn't better? This comes down to, I think, having seeing the long-term vision and keeping that in mind, and also recognizing that you're going to be far more effective as a coach and to grow if you're able to just climb gradually, but consistently yeah. versus have big peaks and valleys, right? Yes. Um, if you're able to, to gradually continue to climb progressively over time, I mean, it's like a client with weight loss or a fitness. I was journey. just going to say that trainers, if you're not picking up what Amanda's putting down, get this analogy, go ahead. Okay. So think of it this way with our clients, how many times do we see someone eat clean all week long? and then go crazy on the weekend and binge and eat their face off and shoot up in the scale and then come back down and try to make up for it. It's that cycle of like perfection, crazy perfection, right? Do they get anywhere in their finish journey? No, often they actually end up gaining weight over time because their body's stressed out. Yeah. Same premise, okay? If you are constantly trying to be perfect on, 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 working, 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 and you're never giving yourself time to have balance and breathe and be present, you will burn out and your business will dip, right? So yeah. you might climb during the weekdays, right? But as soon as you hit that burnout, you're going to dip and you're going to hit a wall and you're going to be right back where you started or further behind because other people in the meantime have climbed ahead, right? Yeah. So like consistency over time not peaks and valleys. I love that because, so the one thing I will say, um, and I think you can agree with this, Amanda, if I, if you don't mind me jumping in, mm -hmm. the only time the valley is okay is if you've chosen to take a break, mm -hmm. right? Like if you don't do any check-ins or any work whatsoever on a Sunday, or if you cut yourself off every Wednesday at noon, Right. So in that case, it's OK to work hard and then do nothing Sunday and it's OK to work hard and then do nothing Sunday. Would you agree? Yes. But okay. that and that's planned. Right. Like that's part of yeah. that's part of balance, just like it's balance in nutrition, it's balance in, in life. Right. And yeah. I will say for sure, there there are absolutely going to be seasons as an entrepreneur yeah. where you have to freaking hustle. Yeah. You, like whether you like it or not. Yep. You say you've got to let someone go right? Yes. You've got to fill that spot. So now that means you're taking on their client roster. You're doing interviews, you're hiring. Like there are going to be instances where shit happens and yeah. you have to just buckle up and put in the work, but that cannot be the trend all the time. That's right. where the problem comes in, right? You cannot keep your foot on the gas the entire time. It's gas, gas, break, mm -hmm. break gas, break, right? Yeah. Or gas yeah. and then cruise. Yes. Right. Obviously cruise. Yeah. Can't mm -hmm. forget cruise. Um, okay. So now in your business, you have a, an, you have a, an admin person 
you have, you've grown, you have, uh, you have a team. Hell, let's just call it what it is. You now have a team at AJF. So when did you realize that hiring people, although technically expensive, is really not an expense at all? You knew that you needed help. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's one of those things where, I mean, anytime you grow in your business, whether it's opening a gym, right? For example, that's a big expense yeah. at first, right? It's a lot of upfront cost to buy equipment, decorate, renovate, all that stuff. But by doing that, you open the potential, open the gates of potential to where you can grow so much wider, right? Like your, your ceiling becomes so much higher because you now have a physical space. You have more opportunities. Yeah. It's the same with hiring, right? Like I can only take on so many people myself, just me, right? You have a cap in your roster, but if you have other people on your team where you can, you can delegate tasks or you can sign people, sign clients for them, all of a sudden you've doubled or tripled or quadrupled the amount of people you can help yeah. under your umbrella, right? So the only way to grow at a certain point is by having people to help you. You can't do everything, right? That's it. And I love that. I mean, what you're essentially saying is that you have to spend money to make money. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to service. You get to serve more people when you have more people on your team. Absolutely. And you're, you have so many more opportunities to grow, right? Yeah. You're, you're not kept in a box. Yeah. hundred percent. So Amanda, curious, let's talk again, money now. What, what have the last couple months looked for you, looked like for you? What are you, what are you making now in your business? Mm -hmm. So now I'm proud to say I'm hitting 20K months consistently. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my current record for AJF personally is uh, 25K, which oh, is yeah. like five times the 5K that I was doing <laughs> before TRM, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we're gunning to keep growing, right? So it, it goes to show like stepping back to step forward, taking time to, to put so systems in place, like not working constantly, being a normal human that has balance sometimes, right? All those things, it allows for growth, even if it doesn't feel like it at first. Yep. Uh, that's the key that I was missing before, right? So let me just reiterate that in case you didn't hear what Amanda said. She is consistently hitting 20K months with a high of 25 so far by doing less, delegating more, and essentially paying out more, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what, I mean, what is there to be scared of? What, well, there's no, right? Like, like freedom is on the other side of fear. That's all this is. Absolutely. And I think part of the fear for a lot of people is the fear of not having control over everything, right? Yeah. Like yeah. With systems, it's the fear that, that something will go wrong and, or a client won't like it, right? Or with hiring someone, it's the fear that they're not going to do it how you would do it. But Really, that's the biggest thing is you've got to let go of that fear to be able to spend more time working on your business so that you can build and grow behind the scenes in new ways, right? Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. And I also like that you said behind the scenes, right? Not everything we do has to be really flashy, big launch, this and that, right? Huge production of it. Nah, like if you work quietly, you're also going to, you're going to get to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to grow as a leader yourself so that you can better serve a team and your clients and everyone else, right? So perfect. So Amanda, um, parting words. I mean, you've given some great advice. Your story in and of itself is one of 
overcoming obstacles, uh, never seeing anything as a stop sign, but rather just a speed bump that's meant to, you know, it's okay to cruise over rather than hitting the accelerator. Uh, what advice can you give people who, who might be feeling burnt out or scared or just not trusting their journey? I would say recognize that everyone, regardless of what level they're at, feels the exact way you do more often than you would think, right? Mm -hmm. I, I used to look at people who were, you know, I used, I used to think in my head, okay, when I hit this amount a month, when I hit this many clients, when, when I hit this milestone, I won't have the, whether it's, um, whether it's imposter syndrome, right. That you're experiencing or self-doubt or, uh, a scarcity mindset, all those things. I used to think, okay, when I hit this, when I hit this, I won't have that anymore. Right. I'll feel good. I'll feel comfortable. I'll feel satisfied, but that is not true. So yeah. recognize that anything you're feeling in the moment is very normal yeah. and it's part of the journey and people who are making 20 times as much as you are in a month feel the exact same thing. I guarantee you yes. uh, lean into it. Right. And, and use that as an opportunity to grow and become better and get better at navigating those obstacles because they're going to come up throughout your journey a million times. Yeah. So rather than, than finding them daunting, lean into it and think, okay, as soon as I realize how to conquer this efficiently, whenever it arises, I'm going to be unstoppable, right? Yeah. Ah, perfect. Gosh, you are such a pleasure to work with as a colleague. You are such a pleasure to coach as a student uh, of the game. I appreciate you so much, Amanda. Back at you. Thanks, Thanks so much. Man. All right. Wait, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, website? Yeah. So you can go to amandajeanfit.com, Amanda, J-E-A-N, fit.com. That's our website where you'll find information to apply for coaching, information about what we offer in studio, testimonials. You can also find me on Instagram at amandajeanfit underscore or our studio page, AJF team. Amazing. Amazing. Thanks again so much for your time and energy, Amanda. Um, I am at James91. We are here on behalf of at Trainer Revenue Multiplier. Find us on Instagram, Facebook. If you like what you heard, make sure you are rating, subscribing, sharing. We appreciate you so much. And until next episode, just keep kicking butt and have the best rest of your day. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.